When I got down to boot camp, I sat there, Michael, like I said, what my first thought was, what the heck did you do? <laughs> yeah, it's You're like... You're going to Vietnam. Yeah, you know? uh -huh, exactly. Yeah, but, but you I, know, I mean, I was scared, but, you know, uh, other people have served, like all kinds of Native Americans have served. So. Yeah, yeah, and, and we've people, always served. I couldn't do nothing, you know, my upbringing as well. I committed myself, and I was raised, I put my name on that line, so I have to finish out what I've done. In Vietnam, the battlefield was defining conflict from that point on. There are no longer front lines or countries to liberate. The purpose of a conflict is political and unfocused. Villages become objectives, as well as social philosophy and the people that dwell there. Many times, areas in the Republic of Vietnam would change hands between Communist North and Democratic South without shots being fired. And on the other hand, soldiers would die by the dozen for an undetermined objective in a jungle nobody had heard about or could even find on a map.
like Randy said, I was scared. I, was, I met a lot of people. Mm -hmm. Texas, Tennessee, Arkansas, New yeah. York. I, I went to boot camp with a lot of them. Yeah. And um, a lot of them was really curious about the Native Americans. You know, they'd ask us if we lived in teepees yet and stuff. You know, and I, yeah. I'd, I'd lead them on. Yeah. yeah. But it was nice serving with the... Uh, 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 guys like that uh, served in Nam with the uh, Canadians. Yeah. Uh, it was in a court. And uh, a lot of my friends were from back east. Yeah. Know, from New York and from uh, North Carolina. Uh, uh, I, I had one buddy that uh, he's still alive today. He's from Klamath Falls. We, in, we fought together. Oh, really? Over there. Oh, that's, that's good. call me chief too because I was the only Native American in my platoon. Yeah, and probably the only one they'd ever I, met. Yeah. Yeah. And um, it, just like Randy said, it, uh, it was an experience. Well, just by being Native American, how did that affect, like uh, like you for example, Ross, how did that affect what they wanted of you? Um, uh, there was a lot of things that uh, uh, they believed that uh, the Indian should be a point man. Mm -hmm. uh, we used to over there, you know, put, where you follow the squad or something, you know, you're the last guy that you call the tail and Charlie. Yeah. We used to do that. Or they'd put us out, of, uh, put, them, put me out on a flank, you know, where you're out by yourself, you know, and you're flanking way out, you know, watching mm -hmm. the, uh, the rest of them. Yeah, make, pulling security. And when you're walking around the world, babe, you said you're trying to look for the end of the road. You might find out later that the roads don't end in Detroit. And the roads don't even end in Kathmandu. You could go all, all around the world trying to find something to do with your life, babe. When you only gotta do one thing well. It's kind of like uh, they always said, um, you're an Indian, you know, you're supposed to know. I was just like them, you know, I told them, hey, I bleed red just like you. Do is be a good man one time to one woman, and that'll be the end of the road. I know you're 
out there, I think it was a big morale booster. I give the other young service people confidence and security. You know, I mean, just by being a Native American and walking point, it gave them more confidence. Yeah, I didn't think that uh, anything, I, I never really thought about it. would ever come into play. I never think that, you know, I didn't know that tracking wasn't uncommon. You know, I didn't know that stalking other animals was just something other people didn't do. So when they were, when they put me on a soapbox and put me on a pedestal that I knew all this stuff, it just, it just blew me out of the water because I was, thought it was everyday thing.
Too, when when my friends would leave, you know, and then um, uh, FNGs would come in, you know, the new guys. Yeah. And uh, when the other guys would leave, they said, you stay with this Indian, he'll yeah. keep you alive. We I used to go out and, on squads and stuff, and um, 
lot of my um, men would say, put the new guy out there. And then, and then I turn around and tell them, I says, hey, why put the new guy out, you know? Yeah. I says, uh, if I'm going to lead the squad, I says, I'll take point. I says, I'm not going to let that new guy go out there and get his, get blowed away. Yeah. You know, you got to break him in. Yeah. But then the, the other guy would say, well, he's just a new guy. You know? Yeah. It, it was kind of a, uh, to me, it was an ugly deal. They wanted to put the new guys out first. Like he meant less than. Yeah. 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 See, I didn't like that. Stands the end, no safety or surprise. The end, I'll never look into your eyes again. Can you picture what will be so? The weapons given to soldiers at a young age far surpassed that of any war. The only parts of the U.S. arsenal not used in the Republic of Vietnam were the nuclear weapons. Veterans of World War II returned conquering heroes, paraded and hailed for their deeds in Europe and in the South Pacific. The Vietnam veteran, many times, returned to deserted airports where the only attention given to them was that of yelling and accusation from those who would not serve. And all 